Halloween month, everybody. Yeah. Yay. October. I have, I have, to, I have to bring up some um, food science here. Okay. I'm currently drinking um, a Sunday gin, which is my, Ooh. I think it's one of probably my favorite gin right now. And it's from, uh, it's, it's small batch stuff from San Diego. So representing, um, I have mixed it with blackberry LaCroix oh. and it tastes like cough syrup. Ew. Which, uh, here's the thing about me <laughs> that I don't know if I've ever told this story. When I was a kid, I drank an entire thing of cough syrup because I was like, I have a cold. I'm going to self-medicate. And then my mom got <laughs> real worried and had to call oh, poison God. control. <laughs> but they were like, oh, he's fine. Just make sure he doesn't like sleep too soon. Uh, so that was fine. I but like, so apparently up. like NyQuil, I don't give a shit. I can drink this shit all day. I don't care. But <laughs> it's weird because I'm just thinking... This is like a very special chemical concoction that has just happened to produce the same taste of uh, cough syrup. It's just like weird. I never thought that would happen to me, but here we are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fascinating. Like the, it also tastes like Pez. Is Pez cough syrup? Is cough syrup Pez? Remember Pez? Yeah. Pez I remember dispensers. Pez. That's, the, that's the shit. Those are, those, those are probably all collector's items now. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Don't they still make them? I feel like I've still seen them. They still make them. They do. They do. It's just very... But who carries them around? I want a Zat Pez dispenser. I want a Zat Baggins Pez dispenser. (laughs) (laughs) If we go to the Honda Museum and he's selling Pez dispensers with his face on there, I'm buying one. (laughs) Give a shit. Fun fact about Pez dispensers. uh... You can stick your dick in them. No, sorry. (laughs) They're also made Uh... of dead dinosaurs. (laughs) They technically are. Hey, you want to know what that is? You got to listen to the drags, though, gang. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're in the we're des- in the thick of it now. I love their design. Lore their design didn't have a head originally, and they were meant to resemble a lighter. And mm. they dispensed mints, and they were supposed to help you stop smoking. Oh, I believe that. When did they sense. switch to like sugary as all fuck candy? Um, chalk. You mean? Not sure. Chalk. <laughs> that is okay. Sugar I may need to find a Pez dispenser because I have a, a mint addiction and yeah. I may need to get a Pez dispenser just so I can do that for mints. Ooh. So because it's Halloween month, um, this is a pro this idea has been rolling around my brain for the past few months. Um is it and- to put is it to put a hot dog in a dinosaur? Because I have unfortunate <laughs> news. Someone I else did it first. Damn it! No, uh, well, yeah, this is this is Kayla's brainchild, and all. Yeah. So, uh, one of the things I I know a lot of people missed, or I know we missed, is reading stories and joking and making fun of them. But it's kind of hard to do that. So I decided. I mean, we still do, kind of. We do, but like a, a more. No hold back, no worries whatsoever. So I have found a public domain story. So I, I wanted to, because I know it's like, if I'm, if I'm going to pick a story, it has to be in the public domain. And I was shocked to have found this beautiful baby. So, and this also proves another thing that we have said over and over. Writers can write, uh, we, we won't ever judge the writers if they write something bad, because there's a good chance they could write something really good as well. Mm-hmm. This is absolutely the fucking case with this writer. So this what? is a... Michaela, who is this writer? Well, let's first uh, begin. This is a book from 1911. Ooh. And this yeah. is considered one of the worst novels ever written. Sweet. And it's a horror novel. Um, the fun part about... Actually, let me, 
uh, where is this? The HP Lovecraft commented on this. Oh no! While yeah, you're looking oh this up, uh, should we go through the introductions real quick? Because yeah. you know, hey, oh yeah, <laughs> the whole, almost the pretty much the whole creative horror gang is all here for this one. Oh shit! Yeah, so uh, I am here. I am David. <sighs> Kayla, I have already mentioned, is here. Hello. And we have Alan. Hi there. I'm drinking a Jack and Coke. Fantastic. We have Sade. Hi, I'm here. I hi. <laughs> Hi, we have Paprika. Hello, I am also lay here. And we have a Bisney. Hi, I'm drinking Pez flavored NyQuil. <laughs> <laughs> I just finished my uh, mango cart. There mango a, cart's uh, awesome, by the it's, way. There's there's a, yeah, there's no, a, it's fucking there's great. There's a great t- tweet from uh, uh, Jason Pargan, the guy who wrote John Dies at the End uh-huh. uh, a couple weeks ago. It was, listen to me, Neo. If you take the blue pill, that's NyQuil, and it will put you right to sleep. Or you can take the orange pill, which is DayQuil, and it does absolutely fucking nothing. <laughs> okay, okay. With all due respect, DayQuil got me through a really bad, like, chest cold once for, oh, like, a whole week of work. Yeah. So that's just me. I mean, it's done the same for me, too, where it's like, oh, shit. Don't worry, there's nothing Woo! Cans falling around. I think, uh, um, like... I know summer's technically ended, but it's still hot as balls. Mm-hmm. So if you want like the perfect summer beers, mango cart or come hell or high watermelon from 21st Amendment Brewing. Actually, just, that, that can yeah. you just heard rolling around is a mango cart. Yeah. Um, so H.P. Lovecraft referred to this, the author saying that this author utterly ruins a magnificent idea by a development almost infantile. Uh, we've had horror critics uh, like have this listed on uh, one of the worst horror novels ever written. Um, just it's been on top 10, top 20 horrible horror novels list. But here's the great part. So this novel is called The Lair of the White Worm. And oh, shit. And it's written by Bram Stoker. Oh, shit. For those who don't know, Bram, <laughs> if you don't know by this point, Bram Stoker also wrote Dracula. The fucking, Lair, fucking Dracula. The Lair oh. with the White Worm is also like a horror comedy movie. And I had no idea they were adapting Bram Stoker to do that. Yep. There's Shit. some great promotional art online if you Google it. It's I may need gorgeous. to like watch that movie now because I had no idea. Oh no. Especially I, after we read this. I, I think one of the things that might be a good project for us to all watch together. Some yeah. it'd be fun as hell. Yeah, I think uh, it might be fun to watch and maybe talk about it after. If I don't, we'll probably only read the first couple chapters of this. Sure, this sure. is so 90s. Um, <laughs> but uh, I I figured this is this has been out for a very long time. This is a 110 year old novel. It's been in the public domain for like 10 to 15 years. So Kayla's basically saying it's okay to make fun of a dead person who can't defend themselves. They Absolutely. Fucking, is, but, they wrote 100%. Fucking, but he wrote fucking Dracula. Yeah, that's what is, I'm saying. The justification, yeah, he's dead. Fuck him. He's dead. Fuck and he Bram Stoker's dead ass. Turn him into a dinosaur. Put is him on your penis. Is the white worm a penis? <laughs> no. The, the white worm is definitely a metaphor. Also... <laughs> Also, um, kind of like how Dracula was a metaphor. Mm-hmm. I I, I want to go back to the idea of H.P. Lovecraft like talking down someone's work, and like everyone who knows me, I'm a big H.P. Lovecraft fan as far as his work. Like I've got his, yeah ten mm-hmm. tattoos referencing his work on my left arm. He is in no position to criticize other people's work as 
infant or puerile. <laughs> it's true. Like, come yeah. on, dude. You wrote fantasy. You basically wrote fan fiction just very verbose because you were an Anglophile and you just wanted to write the next epic, but in your own spit. Like, come on. Come yeah. on. You can't say that. He just he wrote he wrote fanfics based on Ambrose Beers. I mean, right. yeah. like bitter beers. <laughs> Let's not oh, forget he, he he wrote a story that involved pink a uh, giant giant pink, pink penguins. penguins. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> so H.P. Lovecraft, stay in your lane. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. So this is more like a, mm. I, I mean, if we want to come up with ideas to make it better, we can, but let's be honest, there's no reason for it. This is just us to ha- have our fun at it. And you know what? If people like this enough and we, we end up having a good time with these first couple chapters, I, people have been wanting us to do like a proper saga for a while. So if we yeah. like what we're doing here, we might see this grow. Hey, speaking of which, I tweeted about it recently. Uh, if anyone out there wants to politely, I'm going to, I'm going to stress politely and kindly uh, bother Dronian. <laughs> uh, and, and um, I don't even want specific permission to like, Hey, let him read us on UCA. You could get him to say basic. If, if we can find any record of Dronian, saying it's cool if people read my work on their podcast do we know how to contact dronian he has a tumblr uh, he has a twitter he hasn't posted on in several months um uh he has a tumblr uh, i've sent an ask to the tumblr mm-hmm. no response um n- nothing from there uh i think he's just not super active on social media for sure i once sent an ask to dronian when it was open Oh, and I was still using Tumblr as Midnight Marinara. And I asked him, hey, this is just a goofy question because he was just taking them all. He's like, "How? what does Jerusalem do to make enough money to afford multiple fireproof houses? <laughs> and his response was literally, I don't give a shit. And then a, a, and then a video of some K-pop idol dancing. So that, that is par for yeah. course. Yeah. That so. right. <laughs> but no, if we can get permission, like specific or broad <laughs> we're gonna fucking read the true vision of happy happy oh, and, well, you know what you this know what actually aligns with my interest too because i've been wanting to read happy happy in space for a long <laughs> ass time just oh as like a because it's short it'd just be a one-off on the podcast but like i really want to do that too yeah so. i think it'd be i think it'd be good to revisit happy happy weirdly weird as that seems but yes it's been it's been long enough the wounds have healed i think it's time. And, and we've only read the shitty like not real version happy happy is that someone eventually vandalized and put shack into <laughs> sorry <laughs> happy happy is the fucking like that's the closest we're gonna get to homer's odyssey these days so <laughs> You kind of have to revisit it after a while this and just good... re-examine the madness. We just need his permission. It's been a few years. I think we've all had a chance to, to reevaluate. It'd be cool to read it with, you know, some other folks too. Like, you know, yeah. just you, you guys do it with us. Like, yeah, for sure. I think that'd be great. Um, but that being <sighs> said, should we... Should anyway, we let's fuck the corpse of Bram Stoker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How do we, how do we? Well, that's going to be hard to do because um, there's already a stake. For some reason, we've dug him up and there's a stake driven through his heart, like through the skeleton. Just like, take it out really and that's the hole. <laughs> oh, no. Do I have oh, to no. think of everything? Come on. Just a simple. Fuck yeah, Bram Stoker in the vampire hole. <laughs> <laughs> Name of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
I'd like to thank Gutenberg for basically being cool. Yeah, collecting all the non, uh, all the public domain novels out there. I'd like to thank the public domain for existing. Can someone repost it? I can't find it. Oh, Oh. yeah, 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 yeah. Hold on, I'll just. And also, Also, I shared an image I found of of when I was searching this. It's pretty important. Also, are you sure that it's not a penis? It could represent a penis. Oh, definitely. Here we go. And it's now in the Zoom chat. Thank you. There we go. Mm-hmm. So the story might not be a penis because I think the title The Lair of the White Worm might imply it's about a vagina. Well, <laughs> so, so we're kind of combining Yannick and Phallic here. White Worm being Phallic, Lair being Yannick. So- or the Lair could be a penis and the White Worm could be sperm. <laughs> or it could go. be a tapeworm. <laughs> Let's figure out how much of this story is penises. Yeah. How much of this story is going to be us just talking about phalluses? Like, that's the other thing, too. We got to figure out. we decide an order? Yeah, we have not. I was no. just going to say. Uh, Kayla, I think you should read it first. Okay. Uh, and then you decide. It's your baby. Uh, I'm, see- I'm looking at the order right now in, uh, on the Zoom thing, and I think it should go Sade, David, Paprika, Abby, and Alan. And if anyone out there wants a fun activity after this episode is over, uh, make an edit that's just times we're talking about genitals. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. We will not pay you for this, but it will take a long time. It will. So this the first chapter is called Adam Sultan Arrives. Can I point out that uh, Bram Stoker dedicated this to my friend Bertha Nichol with affectionate esteem. We're sorry, Bertha. Sorry, Bertha. Yeah, he must have hated her. <laughs> is she like, is, is like his ex or something? Yeah. Was Bertha the lair of his white worm? If you don't mm-hmm. know. <laughs> Adam Salton <clears throat> Adam Salton sauntered into the Empire Club Sydney and found awaiting him a letter from his grand uncle. He had first heard from the old gentleman less than a year ago when Richard Salton had claimed kinship, stating that he had been unable to write earlier as he found it very difficult to trace his grandnephew's address. Adam was delighted and replied cordially. He had often heard his father speak of the older branch of the family with whom his people had some lost touch. Weird way to wear that. Uh, Some interesting correspondence had ensued. Wait, interesting. Some interesting, quote unquote. Adam eagerly opened the letter, which had only just arrived, and conveyed a cordial invitation to stop with his granduncle at Lester, Lesser Hill for as long a time as he could spare. This feels very wordy. This is very lovely. Oh, I have a, I have a yeah. note immediately. Sure. This is the beginning of your story. Yes. It's where you're supposed to hook people. Yeah. That's maybe the most boring paragraph. <laughs> <laughs> What Adam is Sultan the Empire Club? Sauntered into the Empire Club. Also, we it was a Sydney, dark but... and dingy night. Also, he found himself waiting. <laughs> so why is the letter at the Empire Club? What is this Empire Club? Sauntered into the Empire Club. Like, what up? I got a big cock. <laughs> like, what up? A fuck did Like, what up? I'm, I got a big lesser hill. I... <laughs> yeah, we've already heard about the Empire Club in Sydney that we don't know anything about. And he has a letter from a granduncle we don't know that he heard from a year before uh, like it's just who maybe are it's these a people because i do see dot yeah. dot 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 dots oh maybe i mean it reads break? yeah it reads a lot like a movie of just oh i'm here at the empire club it's a letter from my uncle i haven't heard from him and blah 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 but like in a novel that we don't know who these people are yep. it's described very like <laughs> 
clinically. Yeah. 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 It reads like a police report. Hey, for those of you who've read Dracula, do you remember why Dracula worked as a novel? Because it was epistolary style and actually did a good job presenting Mm -hmm. it as a series of letters. Uh, yeah. This is this is not supposed to be presented as a series of letters, and yet it reads like a series of letters. <laughs> it's about letters. The first thing's about letters. <laughs> yep. Say it's turn. Bram Stoker's obsessed. Indeed. <laughs> Indeed, Richard Salton went on. I am in hopes that you will make your permanent home here. You see, my dear boy, you and I are all that remain of our race. And it is but fitting that you should succeed me when the time comes. The race, by the way, is vampires. <laughs> We're vampires. <laughs> They're not like secretly genetically related to worms. You ever you ever notice how sunlight makes you all like, ah, yeah, vampires. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that you're supposed to live in dirt. <laughs> in this year of grace, 1860, I am close on 80 years of age. And though we have been a long-lived race, the span of life cannot be prolonged beyond reasonable bounds. I am prepared to like you. <laughs> wow. If you're a shitbag. <laughs> wow. Prepared to like you. And to make your home with me as happy as you could wish. So you so do come at once on receipt of this and find the welcome I am waiting to give you. And grinder I- used to be like way different. <laughs> <laughs> you don't swipe left, you prepare to like somebody. <laughs> Is grand uncle a, another word for sugar daddy or something? Oh my God. <laughs> Very desperate sugar yes, daddy. Seriously. Yeah. I'm willing to make your permanent home here. We've never spoken a day in our fucking lives. But I like the way you write letters. You have great epistolary. So so, th- so there's a younger person coming to an older person's weird old home. How is this not Dracula? <laughs> Watch. Yeah. He's going to show up and, his, and, and, his, and Richard, uh, Richard Salton's going to be like, I do not sup. <laughs> Listen to them, the worms of the night. <laughs> Richard right, Sultan okay. arrived at arrived at the home. Bram Stoker was there. Psych, <laughs> this is Dracula, he said. Oh, yeah. I, I, I do, I do. <laughs> I send, in case such may make matters easy for you, a banker's draft for two hundred pounds. Yep, yep, two hundred yep. pounds. Come soon, so that we may both, <laughs> so that we may Jesus. both of us enjoy many happy days together. I'll be a very good sugar daddy. Then when you arrive <laughs> at Plymouth and Southampton. Oh, no, no. Uh, if you are able. You missed a sentence. If you are able to give me the pleasure. <laughs> I am seeking. No, I am seeing you. Send me as soon as you can a letter telling me when to expect you. Then when you arrive at Plymouth or Southampton. Or whatever port you are bound for, wait on board, and I will meet you at the earliest po- hour possible. Wait, whatever port wait, yeah, you're bound for. So okay, but is he he meeting his? I thought he met him in the club. No, no, no he, the letter he, was in the club. Yeah, <laughs> the letter was waiting for him in the club. Right oh. now, we're, what I just read was what was in the letter. Also. But or Southampton, or I don't know, Timbuktu. You end wait, up at any port. You could be at any port. So, just just wait. wait on the boat forever. <laughs> <laughs> also, so, also, two hundred pounds in eighteen sixty was almost uh, like sixty six hundred dollars. Damn. So, so they've never spoken before. He's nope. just received this letter, and he's like, "I'm eighty years old. I want you to live with me forever and be my holy best shit." Friend. This is like I have an uncle who's rich. Like, this is a scam. Yeah, this, this is, is the origin God. of the scam. 
Is he, yeah, it turns out Rich, Richard Salton is also a Nigerian prince. <laughs> he's a he's the Australian prince. Yes, he's a, I would he's love a fresh prince of Australia. I would love if the fucking story was just like that. Sounded like a scam, so I burned the letter and went on with my life. The end. <laughs> All right. So, well, we what year the- is this supposed to be? And it's in 1860. 1860. Yeah, yeah, written in 1911. Huh. Or it was okay. published in 1911. I published. Thank you. Yeah. Right. So this is supposed to be. 50 years before the writer of the story. Okay. All right. Uh, old Mr. Salton was delighted with Adam's reply, uh, was delighted when Adam's reply arrived and sent a groom hot foot to his crony, Sir Nathaniel de Salas, to inform him that his grandnephew was due in Southampton on the 12th of June. Okay. 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 That's my paragraph. Okay. Mr. Sultan, give instructions to have ready a carriage early on the important day to start for Stafford, where he would catch the 11.40 a.m. train. He would stay that night with his grandnephew, either on the ship, which would be a new experience for him, or if his guests should prefer it, at a hotel. Wait, which one? Just tell us which one happened. This is like, I feel like I'm reading an old journal. Like, this is... This is explaining, like... So here's what we have planned for our trip coming up. We either do this or this. Right, right. Like yeah. it'd be different if he was saying, hey, we can do A or B. But no, this is being told to us. He would go A or B. Well, no, yeah, tell me which sure. one. We'll have to read the story. In either case, they would start early in the early morning for home. He had given instructions to his bailiff to send the postillion carriage on to Southampton. To be ready for their journey home and arrange for relays of his own horses to be sent at once. He intended that his grandnephew, who had been all his life in Australia, should see something of rural England on the drive. He's, you know, he he needs to learn how to not be a a dirty Australian. He was was immediately checked at the port because he's from Australia and therefore a criminal. In my head, head, I'm going to picture Adam Salton with a with a with a hardcore Aussie accent. Right. He was picturing Crocodile Dundee. He's Crocodile Crocodile Dundee now. He had plenty of young horses of his own breeding and breaking and could depend on a journey memorable to the young man. The luggage would be sent on by rail to Stafford, where one of his carts would meet it. Mr. Sultan, during the journey to Southampton, often wondered if his grandnephew was much was as much excited as he was at the idea of meeting so near a relation for the first time. And it was with an effort that he <laughs> controlled himself. Jesus Christ. Oh, man, he thirsty. The endless <laughs> railway lines and switches round the Southampton docks fired his anxiety afresh I, t- I take it back lovecraft is not this laden with stupid detail <laughs> so um so how old was stoker when he wrote this because it sounded oh. like he just really wanted to travel i want to <laughs> fuck my great uncle <laughs> <laughs> well, i sh- i do know for a fact uh dracula was written before this and he was 50 when he wrote dracula so he was Wait, pretty that was written before this yeah Oh, so he, he identifies have... with like the old man then. Maybe. Oh, ew. Yeah. Ew. Ew. Um, <laughs> That's your fucking ass, Uncle Fucker. <laughs> uh, let me look up Blair of the White Room. It was published uh, in 1911. So he was, uh, let me see how old Bram Stoker was when this came out. Um, uh, he was born in 1847. So. Oh, yeah. He old man. He was, he was old 64. 
And he wrote it for a year when he himself was young. But did anyone still need or feed him? No, no, he didn't write the snake. He wrote it about 1860. <laughs> right, but he wrote it in 1860. How old would Stoker himself no, be he, in 1860? No, no, no. He wrote it in 1911. It takes place in 1860. I get that. But how old? When did you say he was born, Kayla? On uh, 1847. So, right. the, so but, he would have been what in his 20s? No, he would have been 13 if it was in 1860. Okay. So I, I think it's kind of like if you wrote a novel and right now and you're like, you know, I'm going to set in, in 1972. You're, I mean, and he wrote this towards the end of his life. So this is like his passion project. This is like he just <laughs> wanted to do this really badly. I'm just, I'm just saying he wrote it for like a younger version of himself because of the year he Maybe. chose. That's well, because yeah. it'd be like if we decided to write a story about the 90s. Well, it's the same. But he wrote, but he has an old person in it that's probably going to be like a very key concept and character. He has an old person and a young person. I don't know what that means yet. It, yeah. it means he has a cast of characters. It doesn't mean sure. anything, really. It doesn't mean anything. I'm just, it's interesting to me that he wrote about a year in which he himself was the younger man. Okay. That's, I mean, that's a good point. That's interesting. That, there's nostalgia there, probably. Yeah. Sure. Okay, uh, is it my turn? Alan, it's, it's your Alan. turn. Oh, it's no, yeah, yeah it's Alan. No. And then it's, and yeah, then it's, it's Alan. Alan. Okay. As the train drew up on the dockside, he was getting his hand traps together when the carriage door was wrenched open and a young man jumped in. Wait, How or- are you, uncle? I recognized you from the photo you sent me. I wanted to meet you as soon as I could, but everything is so strange to me that I didn't quite know what to do. However, here I am. I'm glad <laughs> to see you, sir. I have been dreaming of this happiness for thousands of miles. And now I find that the reality beats all the dreaming. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) As he spoke, the old man and the young one were heartily wringing each other's hands. I am very uncomfortable. (laughs) All right. It's based on like the conversation that we had before that paragraph. What I'm understanding is this is a story about older Bram Stoker wanting to fuck his younger self. (laughs) All I'm getting so far. Uh, I could make a million jokes about this. Not gonna. Serious question. Hand traps? Yeah. What are hand traps? I need to look that up. Because it sounds like he brought handcuffs. Oh, God. The first hit is Yu-Gi-Oh, so that doesn't track. <laughs> Wait, where, where does it say hand traps? All it says is that they're shaking their hands really hardcore. No, the, the, right. above it. Short, that line right above it. As the train drew up to the dockside, he was getting his hand traps together. Um, I, oh, they're, they're uh, beaver traps? Uh, hand forged traps. I think they're beaver traps. Is what are they? Or trap? Well, like, beavers oh, are in England. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I don't he's, know. he's he's he's, the, he's basically cross. He's basically a young crocodile Dundee. Think about I, it that way. No, he's just going to play Yu-Gi-Oh. I, I just looked up. <laughs> all I t- looked was I typed up eighteen sixty hand traps, and they said like hand forged traps. And I I don't know if it's it necessarily Google beaver traps. I used to play, used all, to play all I for- have is Yu-Gi-Oh. I used to play bass for the British Beaver Traps. So basically, this boy is, is he's probably got a huge hunting knife, too. That's yeah. the way I'm seeing it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Alan. The meeting so auspiciously begun proceeded well. Adam, seeing that the old man was interested in the novelty of the ship, suggested that he should stay the night on board and that he, him, he would himself be ready to start at any hour and go anywhere that the other start suggested. What? You know. Get it started. Start what? <laughs> this affectionate willingness to fall in with his own plans quite won the old man's heart. Uh, he warmly uh, accepted the invitation, and at once they became not only on terms of affectionate relationship, but almost like old friends. What did, what? 
the heart of the old man, which had been empty for so long, found a new delight. <laughs> oh. Okay. Call my kids, fuck them. I hate them. This new kid, yeah, he's getting everything. Friendship ended with nephews. <laughs> now friends with random relative I've never seen before. Like, I, I get that he's trying to say, like, oh, this, you know, you have long lost kindred who are now like fast friends, but it's so quick. Yeah. It's, I wrote yeah. a letter to someone and they immediately agree with everything I say. Okay, cool. Now call me daddy. <laughs> I just hope they don't get into politics. Oh, oh the old, no. <laughs> the heart of the old man, which had been empty for so long, found a new delight. Okay. <laughs> it's, All right. it's too easy now. That yeah. is way too easy. I the mean, young the- man found, on landing in the old country, a welcome and, sur- and a surrounding in full harmony with all of his dreams throughout his wanderings and solitude and the promise of a fresh and adventurous life. It was not long before the old man accepted him to full relationship by calling him by his Christian name. Wait, what? His first name. Call me by your name. (laughs) After a long talk on affairs of interest, they retired to the cabin. Oh, Jesus. Which the elder was to share. (laughs) Oh, my God, no. I'm I'm done. I'm done. (laughs) I'm calling it here. I'm done. (laughs) Richard Salton. Put his hands affectionately on the boy's shoulders. Oh, Jesus! <laughs> Though Adam was in his 27th year, he was a boy, and always would be to his granduncle. Fuck! <laughs> okay. And then they fucked. Good night! <laughs> I, I think we may have misinterpreted H.P. Lovecraft's critique. I think I actually just read, dude, this is creepy as hell. What the fuck did you just write? <laughs> I might be a racist shitbag, but I didn't write this. Hey, Sade, we're finally reading Fujoshi trash on this show. Are I you mean, happy? Are you happy? It's not what I asked for, but I'll take it. <laughs> we have to make it our own. And, it's his, and they're related. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, that man. right there, that last line is just so, like, homoerotic and like unintentionally so or maybe you know who who the fuck knows at this point yeah. it's like Dracula was full of sex to me this all reads like the way that like fucking uh Walt Whitman and James Joyce like you know <laughs> That's I think Bram Stoker's just eternally horny yeah Walt Whitman is you know describing James Joyce as a splendid boy and like oh come come spend the night with me that kind of shit. Like, oh, aren't he you took like boy? extra testosterone. I know oh. I'm next and I'm not sure if you can do this. Hold on. Oh, I'm oh, so sorry you have to read this. I know. There's a lot of dialogue. I know. I am so glad to find you as you are, my dear boy. Just such a young man as I has always hoped for as a son in the days when I still had such hopes. However, that all is all past. But thank God there's a new life to begin for both of us. Bitch, you're 85 in like 1860. <laughs> you're going to die. To you must be the larger part. But wait, to you must be the larger part. But there is still time for some of it to be the shared. In- the life. Oh, yeah. life. Yeah, like I'm fucking going to die soon. So please <laughs> yeah. grant an old man this last wish. <laughs> no. I need it. He needs to live out his gay fantasy before he dies. Yeah. But there is still time for some of a nephew. (laughs) 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 Just springs into the carriage. Hello, uncle. (laughs) My dearest twink, I mean nephew. (laughs) Please meet me at my mansion cabin. (laughs) 
no, this is the cabin in the um, <laughs> on the ship. There's remember they're spending a night on the ship. Oh God! Because because <laughs> this Bram is so sorted. This is so sorted. I hate it. Oh man, <laughs> Thanks, I hate it. I'm still trying to decide if whether Stoker wrote it this way on purpose or not. Dracula was full of sex. I'm oh, sorry. This has to be intentional. I've waited till we should have seen each other to enter upon this subject, for I thought it better not it, it better not to tie up your young life to my older one till we should have sufficient personal knowledge to justify such a venture. No shit. Gross. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> now i can so far as i am concerned enter into it freely oh my god he's proposing <laughs> <laughs> i know i'm old and incredibly wealthy but will you marry me on this ship i mean if you're gonna have a sugar daddy you gotta make sure the terms are clear like right. how yeah. much they're gonna pay yeah. out for written agreements <laughs> and listen the captain can marry us he won't ask questions that's why we're on the ship i've paid him a lot of money <laughs> since from the moment my eyes rested on you i saw my son as he shall be god willing if he chooses such a course himself what <laughs> what he he wants to name him heir i think that's what he's saying oh. Oh, i think the idea is he wants him to be an heir to his yeah. wealth and shit so did he never have a son I, that's the impression i'm getting it, it sounds like <laughs> he did but then or maybe he he never did but like well okay maybe, well we don't know enough because exactly Stoker's so starting all, with all the wrong information right yeah of all the details we have that are like completely useless you think they'd be like hey I, I i literally don't have an heir you're the next in line that would be so much better of a setup than this Hey, right, or come meet me because here's your shit. Some sort of vague reference to the fact that his son's no longer alive or no longer a viable. You never had heir. one, like any. Sure. Yeah, what the fuck was uh was he paid by the word? Because that was more like a that was he was writing this as a novel, not as like something. Well, but he was favorite. old. So he didn't have to do what bald. Charles Dickens but he, did. He was 64 years old. And... No, he wrote this because he wanted to. Like, That's true. Really. He's like, I wrote Dracula. I can write whatever the fuck I want. Yeah, basically. I can write this smut. Well, was Dracula well received when it first came yeah. out? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Dracula was huge. Dracula was huge. Poly- I mean, it, Polidori it, was pissed. <laughs> didn't he poison himself? Yeah. Did Polidori poison himself? I don't know. Yeah. He I just stood he... off to the sidelines and ate a pickle in frustration. <laughs> That's a drunk history reference. Anyway. Oh, man. Indeed, I do, sir, with all my heart. <laughs> he just accepted the proposal. They're married now. Uh, it's done. <laughs> Can is I it this next one or can I just go, talk yeah, about go there? I mean, I can oh, read, you I can have read to it. read the rest of this. <laughs> I, I can read it if you I'll want. I'll do it. No, I'm I had sorry. a really short it's one before, right. but go ahead. Uh, thank you, Adam, for that. The old man's eyes filled and his voice trembled. <laughs> then, after. Sorry. <laughs> oh, my God, somewhere terrible. Then, after a long silence between them, he went on. When I heard you were coming, I made my will. There it, it was. <laughs> it was well that your interests should be protected from that moment on. Here is the deed. Keep it, Adam. All I have shall belong to you. And if love and good wishes or the memory of them can make life sweeter, yours shall be a happy one. Now, my dear boy, let us turn in. We start early in the morning and have a long <laughs> drive before us. I hope you don't mind driving. I was going to have the old traveling carriage in which my grandfather your great grand uncle went to court when william when the fourth okay thank you i'm too tired it's okay 
when William <laughs> the Fourth was king. It was all. It was all. It is all right. They built well in those days, and it has been kept in perfect order. But I think I have done better. I have sent the carriage in which I travel myself. The horses are my own of my own breeding, and the relays of them shall take us all the way. I hope you like horses. Oh my god. <laughs> They have long been one of my greatest interests. Is Bram Stoker a fucking horse fetishist? (laughs) You know, I'm getting like, you remember there was that one character you made, Chris, Abysme, where uh, you made like a a Midwestern uh, guy who just wouldn't stop talking about his his life and his. This is like the English 1860s version of that. Some guy that won't stop talking about horses. Nobody fucking cares about your horses. Oh, yeah. Like, you're honing in on something, though, because every writer has their motifs that they put in. Every writer has their mark. And Bram Stoker has mentioned horses and breeding horses and how fast horses go quite a bit. And we're not even to chapter two. Horses. I love them. Young men and horses. That's all I'm getting. Yeah. I love them, sir, and I'm happy to say I have many of my own. My father gave me a horse farm for myself when I was 18. How loaded is this fucking family? <laughs> Apparently, here, son, you know, most people want a pony when they when they're for their birthday. Have a whole horse farm <laughs> for your 18th birthday. Jesus, I devoted I devoted myself to it, and it has gone on. Uh, before I came away, my steward gave me a memorandum that we have a memorandum that we have. In my own place, more than a thousand, nearly all good. Okay, so this is just rich people being fucking rich and having no morals. A so thousand horses. Wait, wait, wait. So this, so this kid is a already... horse hoarder. <clears throat> this kid so... is this kid is already fucking. He, he's so... twenty seven, right? Then yeah. this would make that. more sense if they were in America and he owned a thousand horses. I don't think he can well, fit a thousand horses in fucking England. Well, no, well, no, no, he's no, no, in Australia. Australia. Well, no, he was from Australia. Oh, yeah. right. Yeah, sorry, um, sorry, sorry, sorry. A, a good friend of mine uh, actually uh, practices uh, like is an is an active equestrian and uh, lives in Australia. And I've seen her work with horses, so I know there's an active horse like equestrian community in Australia that goes back oh, a ways too. We so. haven't been reading okay. this in Australia. Uh, I actually wanted to ask because there's a bit of dialogue now. Yeah. If if uh, Alan wanted to be the old man and I could be the kid. Oh my god! Sure. Yes. Oh, I love this idea. I'm glad, my boy. Another link between us. Just fancy! What a delight it will be, sir, to see so much of England and with you. <laughs> Thank you again, my boy. I'll tell you all about your future home and its surroundings as we go. <laughs> We shall travel an old-fashioned state, I tell you. My grandfather always drove four in hand, and so shall we. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> he means like four, four horses? Like four yeah. horses? Oh, okay. Yeah. With four the reins. Yeah. Oh, thanks, sir. Thanks. May I take May I take the ribbons sometimes? Hold on, hold on. Just say reins, you freak. <laughs> Rika turned this, this this 27-year-old man into like a 13-year-old boy. <laughs> I was about I'm to sorry. say you sound you sound like uh Greg from Over the Garden Wall. As promised, no. <laughs> intended, I'm sure. I could try doing an Australian accent. I just don't think it'll come out very well. Yes, <laughs> right. yes, do that. do that. Do <laughs> that. Uh, <laughs> oh, thanks, sir. Thanks. <laughs> you, went, you sounded Texan there, actually. Uh, may I take the ribbon sometimes? No, I can't no. do it. I give it's up. Okay, don't do it. No, it's not going to work. May I take the ribbon sometimes? Whenever you choose, Adam. The team is your own. 
Every horse we use today is to be your own. <laughs> what the fuck? You are too generous, uncle. Not at all. Only an old man's selfish pleasure. Oh. It is not every day that an heir to the old home, home comes back and... Oh, by the way. No, we had better turn in now. <laughs> I shall tell you the rest in the morning. Uh, <laughs> uh, and that's where the chapter ends. What anyway, the- sodomy. Got any opinions on it? <laughs> <laughs> you ever been to a Turkish prison? <laughs> Never seen a grown, Ill, grown man naked? The cast walls of Castra Regis. Chapter two. It reminds Cast- me of the what is it? The the reigns of Castamir. <laughs> oh God! You know why I can't relate to anyone in this story though? A further thing that alienates us? It's just a bunch of fucking rich assholes. And yeah. Castor Regis is literally just like the rich land. If I was a wealthy individual oh, in Australia with thousands of horses, why would I go see whatever? I should, I, should I start from the beginning? Or... Uh, I think it's my turn. Oh, yeah. yeah, go ahead. Mr. Sultan had all his life been an early riser. I'm sure he was. And necessarily <laughs> an early, I was going to say wanker. That's waker, waker, an early waker. But early yeah, as bro. he woke on the next morning, and although there was an excuse for not prolonging sleep and the constant whir and rattle of the donkey engine. <laughs> what? That's right. What does any of this mean? <laughs> I know what all of these words are individually. <laughs> are they still on the ship or are they on a carriage? I they're they're the waking ship. up on the ship. They're still waking up. Donkey yeah. engine. They're waking up on a donkey engine. Okay, apparently. I it's can look up donkey, donkey engine, but I'm not going to because I don't care. Yeah. Might as well have said uh, applesauce rickshaw tambourine ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the constant whir and rattle of the donkey engine, winches of the great ship. He met the eyes of Adam fixed on him from his birth. Gross. His grandnephew had given him the sofa, occupying the lower berth himself. Gross. The old man, despite his great strength and normal activity, he's 85. What great strength does he have? Was somewhat tired by his long journey of the day before and the prolonged and exciting interview which followed it. So he was glad to lie still and rest his body, whilst his mind was actively exercised in taking in all he could of his strange surroundings. It's a boat. Adam, too, after the pastoral (laughs) habit to which he had been bred, woke with the dawn and was ready to enter on the experiences of the new day whenever it might suit his elder companion. This is the most tawdry writing i have ever read in my life i'm gonna be so mad oh my god it was little wonder then that so soon as each realized the other's readiness they simultaneously jumped and began to dress i'm sure the 86 year old jumped out of his bed the steward had by previous instructions early breakfast prepared and it was not long before they went down to the gangway on shore in search of the carriage he jumps out of bed and does a musical number like grandpa joe and fucking willy wonka in the chocolate factory (laughs) i've got a golden nephew Oh He's God. got a so, thousand horses. So the question, what is the steward in this particular instance? Is that the guy taking care of the horses? Is it a footman? Is it a uh, butler? It's I just think, an assistant. I think it's okay. A, it could, yeah. It's the guy babysitting this old bastard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm growing tired of my It's story. the guy that the money probably should be going to. Probably. <laughs> yeah, honestly. It's Alan's okay. turn. They found Mr. Salton's bailiff looking out for them on the dock, and he brought them. Oh my them God! At once. Is he a bailiff or a steward? Yes. <laughs> and he brought them at once to where the carriage was waiting in the street. 
<sighs> Richard Salton pointed out with pride to his young companion on the suitability of the vehicle for every need of travel. And then there was a dude fucking a bear. Sorry, that didn't actually happen. Did you think maybe something actually fucking happened in this story? <laughs> this is okay. But so far, there's been a letter and a boat ride. <laughs> Wait, like, and I think you skipped uh, Kayla was next. I think. No, no, no. No, no. no. Kayla's Alan's after, after, me. Alan's after me. me. To it were harnessed mm. four useful horses. <laughs> we already talked about how there were four horses. This is why no, is Bron no. Stoker padding his own fucking story are, that he had no business writing? These aren't just horses, though, Abysme. These are useful horses that have oh. to be established. By the it's way, important. by the way, so apparently I, I uh, haven't played I haven't played bass for this band. Sorry, <laughs> um, but does anyone want to start the band for useful horses? <laughs> <laughs> four useful horses of the apocalypse with the postillion oh. to each pair. Okay, now I'm done. Okay, I like. I really am starting to understand H.P. Lovecraft and his critique already, which but, is, wow, the layer of the white worm sounds like a really cool idea. What the fuck are you writing? <laughs> what the fuck? are? Who cares about these horses? Get to the point, dude. I should also let you know that um, I'm not sh- I think this is, so he wrote something much. No, no, no. This is the full one. So apparently there is an abridged one that's worse, I think. I don't know. I got to look that that this is from wikipedia but like you know i just think it's beautiful how much information they've given us but i still have no idea how many people they're with where exactly in england they are like what exactly they're they're doing they're in southampton we know that that much that's the hardest detail we have right now is that they are in southampton and nothing else of nothing of southampton has been described Imagine if I wrote a book called Murder on Fuck Shit Mountain and the entire <laughs> contents of the book were like a manual for a Volkswagen bus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They found, uh, oh no, no. Um, so yeah, you said you're... the old man proudly? How no, 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 no. no. no oh, sorry. No, you're right. Sorry. Okay. You're right. So you said the old man proudly? How tall had, I'll try a British accent and have everybody, every British person listening be like, oh God, why? How had to, how had, how it has all the, the well, no, I can't just go uh, Cockney. How it all has the luxuries of travel. Yeah, how it has the luxuries of travel in there, governor. Yeah, how it has all the luxuries of one possible. How it all has the luxuries of a use for travel, silence and is, is, uh, isolation as well as speed. Silence uh, and insulation. Insulation. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's nothing to obstruct the views of this those traveling and no one to overhear what they might say. I've used that. Trap for court. Wait, is that wait? What? What? Trap? what? Is that the is that the carriage? Is that what it is? I think yes, that might be but what he's it describing is. it as a trap. Yeah, I use that trap. I mean, carriage. I use that trap on many a young man. I court, mean, carriage. Well, I mean, quarter of a century. So for quarter of a century, and I never saw one more suitable for travel. You shall test it shortly. We are going to drive through. Wow! Then I got into a <laughs> southern accent. We're going to drive through the heart of England, and as we go, I'll tell you what I was speaking of last night. Our route is to be by Salisbury, Bath, Bristol, Cheltenham, Worcester, Stafford, and so home. Oh, Salisbury, oh, okay. where they make microwave dinners. <laughs> Good job, by the way, getting uh, Worcester. Bath, where you will like... do something you do every other day. I, the, the the baths in Bath are pretty cool. Not gonna lie, are they? I don't remain silent. They're, they're, they're Roman baths. Oh. So. oh, that's why. It's, is that literally why it's called Bath? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Oh. 
Adam remained silent a few minutes, during which he seemed all eyes, for he perpetually ranged the whole circle of the horizon. Bloody hell, they wait, got are, trees here. Wait, 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 are they traveling right now, or are they just yeah, standing? Yeah, it sounds like Yes. I, I, I'd hope so, because it almost sounded like he was standing there, and they were just like... I hope we get at least four more chapters of them traveling to where they're going to. I mean, I think they're, I think they're just talking about how they're going to travel. Oh, God, are, so I want they, them to be on the road. So, wait, wait, wait. No, they're on. They're on the road. Are they? I think so. No, because it was like they stopped at the carriage so he could talk about how. Yeah, because he how so, good this carriage is for travel. Oh, you're right. So basically, <laughs> so the he, last couple pages could have been summed by they became friends quite quickly, and then they traveled around England. They got into the carriage. Their route was Salisbury, Bath, Bristol, Chelsea, no, 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 Worcester, no, no, no. Stafford, and so home. And this is what they saw. Here's the, but here's the, what happened. So they're just standing looking at this carriage but it says here adam remained silent a few minutes so they've stood there in silence for like a few minutes like yeah and cool. he seemed all eyes and he's just like okay so we're we gonna go in yet like are we are we gonna start this what the fuck the amount of padding even the characters in the story know of the padding stoker is enjoying this this non-story so much stoker is just wanking off on the page right now <laughs> Okay, okay. Has our journey today, sir, he asked, any special relation to what you said last night that you wanted to tell me? Not directly, but indirectly, everything. Fuck you. <laughs> Won't you tell me now? You gonna say anything I to see... move the story along? No. <laughs> <laughs> are, 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 we going to, are we going to the steakhouse? No. Maybe. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <clears throat> Won't you tell me now where the fuck this story is going? <laughs> I see we cannot be overheard. And if anything strikes you as we go along, just run it in. Just I shall understand. You know what? It would be because I'm thinking to myself, why the hell are they not just like taking the train, which would have been up and running at this point in England? Yeah. And, but like there's the justification is I don't want to be overheard and I don't want to like mix with the commenters or some bullshit. That would have been nice <laughs> in this story because it would have added like some context and some flavor. But it's just Bram Stoker explaining how much he loves horses. <laughs> oh, man. <sighs> All right. So is it, is it me? Yes. 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 Okay. So old Salton spoke. Is that where we're at? Yes, yes. Mm. To begin at the beginning, Adam, that lecture of yours on the Romans of Britain, a report of which you posted to me, set me thinking. What? In when did to that happen? <laughs> Apparently, this is one of the he wrote a he his he he wrote an essay or a report of something to his to his uncle while he was in Australia. Like what? Okay. So Why now is we're getting this the first we're hearing of it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we got some context. Only context we got was that they were riding back and forth for a bit. The way he froze that, he phrased phrased that right. He could have said, "You once wrote me a, a lecture. You once sent me one of your lectures," but instead he he acts like we already know what he's talking yeah, about. Yeah, and it mm. uh, the lecture of yours, the Romans of Britain, a report of which you posted to me. That's exposition, I guess. Set me thinking. In addition to telling me your tastes, I wrote to you at once and asked you to come home. For it struck me that you were fond of historical research, as seemed a fact. That was exactly the place for you, in addition to it being home for home of your forebears. If you could learn so much of the British Romans so far away in New South Wales, where there cannot be even a tradition of them, what might you make of the same st- amount of study on the very spot? Where, where are we going to the real, where we are going is in the real heart of the old kingdom of Mercia, 
where there are traces of all the various nationalities which make up the conglomerate that has become Britain. I wish roundabout the way story, of saying, I wish the story started with this paragraph. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, you know, I don't know if it necessarily needed to start with this paragraph, but if they really wanted these two characters to bond instead of saying, and then they bonded, <laughs> what they could have done is talked about uh, the Romans in Britain or some historical facts that both This could have interested. been two like, yeah. colleagues at a university <laughs> discussing things. Like, yeah, they have to be so a, many better creepy. setups. Why did they have to these be a creepy two, These two bonding could have potentially been an interesting thing to read. And instead, they are focusing on every uninteresting thing possible. Yeah. Yeah. And we're getting into, like, this is something Lovecraft loves. He loves, oh, uh, studying the history of where the English came from. Oh, the Romans to Britain. Oh, it's so interesting. Like, this is is probably why Lovecraft read it in the first place. But um, good fuck. Oh, my God. (sighs) Oh, is it my turn? (laughs) Yes. Did you read Conglomerate, which became Britain? Yes. Yep. I did. I rather gathered. I rather gathered. I used to play bass. You and had rather some. <laughs> that My you had Muppet some... show. Rather gathered. <laughs> Just, uh, oh God! I wish for some reason I, I don't think I could do an Australian accent right now. But I don't think they'd say I'd rather gathered that you had some more definite, more personal reason for my hurrying. After all, history can keep, except in the making. Quite right, me boy. I had a reason such as you very wisely guessed. I just went to Australian. Whoops. Uh, I was anxious for you to be here when a rather important phase of our local history occurred. What is that, if I may ask, sir? Certainly. The principal landowner of our part of the country is on his way home, and there will be a great homecoming, which you may care to see. The fact is, for more than a century, the various owners in the succession here, with the exception of a short time, have lived abroad. Fucking oh boy! It's fucking oh, this! Fucking... Oh my god! How is that, sir? If I may ask, uh, I can take this to someone else. I'm having I, an anxiety attack I, I, just I, I, re-looking I, I, at. I, okay, I, I'll do it. I'll do it. Okay. The great house and estate in our part of the world is Castro Regis, the family seat of the Caswell family. The last owner who lived here was Edgar Caswell, grandfather of the man who is coming here, and he was the only one who stayed even a short time. Why is this important? The man's grandfather, also named Edgar. Alan Poe. (laughs) They keep the tradition of the family Christian name, quarreled with his family, and went to live abroad, not keeping up any intercourse, ew, good or bad, ew, with his relatives. (laughs) 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 Although this particular Edgar, as I told you, did visit his family estate Yet his son was born, lived, and died abroad, while his grandson, the latest inheritor, was also born and lived abroad till he was over 30, his present age. Oh my god, I don't <laughs> care. This, this was the second line of absentees. The great estate of this, Cast- this is where you put a family tree in your book in a page where you don't yeah. always have to look at it. See yeah. Appendix 1. <laughs> I know we're not even a third of the way through it, but... Um, Fuck this paragraph. <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah. the great estate of Castro Regis had no knowledge of its owner for five generations, covering more than 120 years. It has been well administered, however, and no tenant or other connected with it had any uh, ha- has had anything of which to complain. 
all the same, there has been much natural anxiety to see the new owner. We are all very excited about the event of his coming. Even I am. Why? Who cares? (laughs) Though I own my own natural, I own my own estate, which though adjacent is quite apart from Castor Regis. Here we are now in new ground for you. This is the spire of uh, Salisbury Cathedral. Wait, is he saying this as we're driving? Okay. Now, I don't don't know. No, I think now they're moving. I think now they're moving. That is pointing shit out. Oh, maybe like those dashes are like different or just like shit is like pauses in between shit he's saying as they're traveling. This is where you break up your block paragraph of exposition and say, and now they're moving through Salisbury. But we don't know that. And we leave that we shall be getting closer to the old Roman county, and you will naturally want your eyes. Wait, what? Uh, I know what he means, but it's poorly stated. So we shall shortly have to keep our minds on old Mercia. However, you need not be disappointed. My old friend, Sir Nathaniel de Salas, who, like myself, is a freeholder near Castro Regis, his estate, Doom Tower. What? (laughs) Why is it it the story about Doom Tower? Oh my god. <laughs> On the border of Derbyshire. That sounds so much better. I love the fact that we say Doom Tower and Gracie starts freaking out. Gracie. It's a, a portent of Doom. Gracie knows what's up. You know, like uh, add some like lightning clashes, I guess, when that was red. Yeah. And then follow with Gracie. <laughs> so, like, every yeah. time we say Doom Tower, it's going to be like Frau Booker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. They, they, they are, in, you know, they are into horses in the story, so. Oh, Bram Stoker stole a plot point from my upcoming book, Murder at Fuck Shit Mountain. (laughs) (laughs) It's over the border of Derbyshire. Derbyshire? Derbyshire. 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 On the peak, peak, is coming to stay with me for the festivities to welcome Edgar Caswell. He is just the sort of man you will like. He is devoted to history and is president of the Mercian Archaeological Society. He knows more of our own part of the country with with its history and people than anyone else. I expect he will have arrived before us and we three can have a long chat after dinner. He is, oh God, he's invited this guy for a threesome. Jesus. He is also our local geologist and natural historian. So you and he will have many interests in common. Among other things, he has a special knowledge of the peak and its caverns and knows all the old legends of prehistoric times. Oh my God, I don't care. Fuck me with a soft dick. I don't care. (laughs) Jesus. This is this all could be explained through character dialogue with the actual character. Explain, you know, show, don't tell. Yeah. I love the fact that. No, I like the mental image I have of the young guy not saying anything and the old guy just like nonstop not shutting the (laughs) fuck up this whole trip. (laughs) And and it just fades into that low pass filter where it goes, there's like a tinnitus ring. It's just like, this is where you montage the outside and you blur all these unimportant words. I like the idea that like he would, that would happen, but then he says, just out of nowhere, Doom Tower. And he's like, wait, 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 Uncle, go back. But he doesn't listen. He's just, he's just still droning. I'm sorry, what, Doom Tower? Oh, yeah, uh, over in Derbyshire. It's it's fine. Can we talk about the fact that like they were right outside their carriage? Doesn't make many mention of them getting in the carriage. They're still talking. And then they're like, oh, look, there's the Salisbury. Wait, they're, they're traveling now? We, we have like, we have so much exposition, but actual so little exposition as to what is actually happening in the story. Nothing just have information. It's so bad. Okay. Oh my God. Hey, uh, Sade, I think, I think yeah, you're out. Was it me or did we skip Alan so he didn't have to read that paragraph? Uh, it's back to you. Is it? Okay. Yeah. What's that name? They Nida, said Cheltenham. No, Sheltonham? Sheltonham. 
Probably. Cheltenham. 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 Yeah. Cheltenham. Okay. They spent the night at Cheltenham. <laughs> <Down the phone. laughs> There's a lot of fucking. <clears throat> and on the following morning. And then they bonded. <laughs> some more with the horses, too. <laughs> oh, God. The horses Everybody got there. a turn holding them ribbons. <laughs> <laughs> on the following and then they busted morning, out the hand traps. Their <laughs> journey to Stafford. Adam's eyes were in constant employment, and it was not till Stanton declared that they had now entered on the last stage of their journey that he referred to Sir Nathaniel's coming. Uh, no, oh. no, please stop more. No. <laughs> Jesus. No, it's David. Oh, David. Oh, sorry, oh, yeah, David. sorry. At the dusk was as the dusk was closing, they drove on to Les- Lesser Hill, Mr. Salton's house. It was now too dark to see any details of their surroundings. Adam could just see that it was on the top of a hill, not quite so high as that which was covered by the castle, or on which tower, on whose tower flew the flag, and which was all ablaze with moving lights, manifestly used in the preparation for the festivities on the morrow. So Adam deferred his curiosity till daylight. His grand uncle was met at the door by a fine old man who greeted him warmly. See that? That made uh that made sense. That, that was nice. That yeah. was kind of moody and neat. Only getting some some concise paragraphs after he he vomited all over the page. Well, yep. He's just like I live in Kingsland. Literally, it means Kingsland. Look at me, I'm rich. That was the whole fucking paragraph. Rich fucks being rich. Down with the bourgeoisie. I came over as early as you wished. I suppose this is your grand nephew. I am glad to meet you, Mister Adam Sultan. I am Nathaniel de Salis. And your uncle is one of my oldest friends. We've bonded many, many times. Over <laughs> oh, horses and beer. I was, laughing, I was laughing at your snide delivery of, I suppose this is your grand nephew. <laughs> <laughs> Look that grand to me. <sighs> can can Nathaniel DeSalas be played by Raul Julia? <laughs> <laughs> Adam, from the moment of their eyes meeting, felt as if they were already friends. What? They the meeting was a new note of welcome to those that had already sounded in his ears. I love that the story is like person meets person. They were friends. Nothing else has to be developed. It's cool. Don't worry. I'm no gonna conflict. focus on horses. There's no conflict right there's now. There's no whatsoever. conflict. All we know so far is that there's a doom tower somewhere. That's the only hint of conflict. If the, I mean, I don't know how much more we're going to read of this, but like if the doom tower doesn't play heavily into it, this book fucking sucks. Yeah. Um, <sighs> this is going to be oh, an no. adventure. I've already committed. I'm already committed that this is multi-part. We're going to read this whole fucking book. Gosh. No, we are. I'm, I'm in. I'm if, in, even I'm if in. everybody else doesn't, I'm going to. How long is this? Guys, this is. I mean, how many we're, more we're only getting chapter two tonight. Like, I know, but. This is. Uh, I'm down. But... I mean, we we like twenty eight like... paragraphs. Uh, it could chapters. get good. Twenty eight chapters. Twenty eight chapters. Here's my here's my pitch though. It doesn't. It's not like we have to do it all in one marathon. We can like when we feel like hitting more of the story, we can hit more of the story. This is a year of episodes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How it's many content. episodes per month is either you if uh, yeah. from UCA? And it'll be four months. Months. it'll mm-hmm. be four months of episodes before something happens in the story. Yeah. <laughs> <Probably>. <laughs> so it's like 20, that's like about... Tw- uh, and can you imagine... We're going to have to find some day. way to, to, give, <laughs> to give ourselves conflicts while we read this story we'll, we'll where nothing happens. We'll I, find a here's way. the thing. I've read the summary of this just because I wanted to make sure this was a, uh, the story would work. 
Doom Tower does play a important role. Okay, that is and its it, one saving grace. Okay. And there actually is a lot more drama. Kayla, Kayla, I don't even remember exactly what Kayla said, but parts of it when uh, the summary was described to me sounded like Buck Wild, just in context. If not, probably the writing is probably dry as dirt, but you know. Oh, maybe this is maybe this is Bram Stoker's Malignant then. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of, sto- it's kind of run of the mill for like the first two acts and then it just goes fucking bonkers. Uh, well, okay. Malignant was batting 400 out the gate though. Yeah. This wasn't. So, okay. The cordiality with which for Sir, its time. The cordiality with which Sir Nathaniel and Adam met made the imparting of information easy. Unlike this story, Sir Nathaniel was a clever man of the world who had traveled much and within a certain area studied deeply. Why he don't we hear bri- this as dialogue between the two characters? Right. He was a brilliant conversationalist and was to be expected. <laughs> now they say that. Not that you're going to hear any of it, but whatever. And as was to be expected from a successful di- diplomatist. You mean a, 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 a diplomat? Diplomatist? 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 Sure. Even under unstimulating conditions, much like here we have an uh, an example in the wild of Englishmen just inventing words. I've hired the local photographers to come by. It's perfectly understandable. (laughs) (laughs) But he had been touched, and to a certain extent, fired by the younger man's evident admiration and willingness to learn from him. Accordingly, the conversation, which began on the most friendly basis, soon did fucking Bob Ross write this story? <laughs> Look, everyone involved is great. They're all good. They're all excited. There's no they had to spend, they had here. To, they had to spend some nights together to beat the devil out of it, you know? Like, uh, okay, where the fuck was I? Because I don't soon care. Soon warm, soon, uh, uh, according to, accordingly, the conversations. Yeah, around uh, there. According to the conversation, which began on the most friendly basis, because right. it couldn't, it, it could not possibly be under any other circumstances. Everyone's cool. It's yeah. all cool. Don't worry about it, reader. <laughs> Soon warmed to an interest, warmed to an interest above proof as the old man spoke of it next day to Richard Salton. We were jumping Fuck ahead in me. time now. God <laughs> damn it. He knew already that his old friend wanted his grandnephew to learn all that he could of the subject at hand, in hand, and so had, during his journey from the peak, put his thoughts in sequence for narration and exp- Ah! <laughs> this is describing thought patterns now. This is so boring. Accordingly, like- Adam had only to listen, and he must learn much that he wanted to know, because that's how learning works. When dinner was over and the servants had withdrawn, leaving the three of their at their wine, Sir Nathaniel began. Oh, that fucking paragraph was pointless. Okay. <laughs> I need to. I need to make this pitch to to Abysme. Okay. Okay. You didn't seem on board for <laughs> us continuing to read this, but hear me out. Okay. Oh God. We know what we're in for now. Yes. We we, we, we show up. Mm. We drink heavily. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what if listeners, really listeners this really is just a taste. My pitch. Can I, I'm going to, let me throw a monkey into this wrench. Um, or a monkey wrench into this wrench. <laughs> no, no. Why I mean, did you throw, throw a monkey, monkey into that wrench, Kayla? Wrench. What did that monkey do to you? Oh my god, I'm not even drinking either. 
So I, I'm going to, I'm going to say a word that, um, cause again, this gets, I read the summary and I'm going to add a word that's going to happen or play an important role later on. And that word is weasels. Man. <laughs> what? That is not the word I was expecting. This story, this story forever. We're reading this story forever now. <laughs> I, I, I will continue to read it on Alan's uh, proposition, and also because Doom Tower is in it. And this, this, we this could is make the... it into a drinking game where every time, like the Doom Tower or weasels or whatever is mentioned, oh, we can make up a lot of tropes. But yeah. like this, this is plain well, bullshit, and that's my jam. So I am yeah. in, despite how fucking pissed off I am right now. With that fucking <laughs> Here's so. what we do. Okay, we can make a fun game of this. Okay, okay, Bismi. Here's what we're gonna do. After this episode, we're gonna meet in private, and we're gonna. Using details just from these first two chapters, okay. Come up with a themed cocktail for us to drink for the next <gasps> episode. Yes, and we'll call it the Lair of the White Worm. Yeah, yes. Okay, I got it. I got it already. But for for ev- but for salad. every episode, we're going to utilize whatever we've read from the previous episode to make a cocktail for the next one. Okay, I'm down. Yeah, this you is sold me. I'm I'm down for this, guys. We're 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 sitting on a gold mine here. This is fantastic. I am so. I, I hope all you listeners video. like this because this is going to be the channel for the next four months. Yes, <laughs> I, yes. So, um, suggest that once you guys come up with your cocktails, you give everyone a recipe list beforehand so that oh, we can all yeah. yep. well, yeah. well in advance, so, so the listeners can, can drink along. I need to find a fucking apothecary and get like tons of cool ingredients because we're going to need bitters. We're going to need all sorts of. <laughs> cool oh shit. no, I've ar- I've already got some ideas uh going okay we yeah. we need to finish this chapter yeah though. we're all yeah it, it's not that long and it's we're just we're we're it, but this is us just having a field day with yeah, it, I know. Honestly, yeah we're so. as wordy as this damn story is but the problem <laughs> is even if you have like five sentences per paragraph where nothing happens you you read that and your brain goes what did i just read what actually <laughs> yeah. transpired so you have to reread yeah. it so it just takes twice as long yeah. anyway to comprehend it uh-huh. i think two i think two chapters at a time will probably be the ideal way to read this. yeah <laughs> yeah oh absolutely hey, can oh, i be in on oh. the cocktail planning or is that just gonna be between the two of you no for sure you're in yeah all Everyone right who so wants we... to be in is in yeah i guess let's we're out shit yeah fuck, off. <laughs> fuck you uh you know what i just, I... Said, just said anyone who wants to be in i i can come uh <laughs> i'd be willing to come up with like a like a food item or like a a rest. We should have food while we're doing this. Half of us can do food. Some of us. Oh, we can pair. We can pair it with the uh, the drinks. We find something that pairs well with the drink. I feel like I would be better for the food team. Yeah, I can come up with something for food. All right, I'm on team drink then. Okay, can we call the first cocktail for useful horses? Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. (laughs) And we could it could be a spin on the four horsemen. (laughs) <laughs> which might kill some of us in this group that is straight up murder i'm thinking the the, um, the meal for the the meal to come with that would be a salisbury steak oh, oh. there we go so you're here we were going to talk about this in private but now you're, you're hearing us plan well, we could I, do I, i'm also, spitballing what the actual thing will be we'll decide later yeah we're throwing some yeah, ideas yeah. out right now but we don't she'll do once we no, have it all. i have a bunch of ideas i'm not mentioning while yeah. we're on mic for the episode yeah yeah so let's let's leave it at that and then we'll we'll convene when we're done hey hey everybody listening this is probably not going to get edited out because i just enjoy the like you get to enjoy the 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 raw like this is I think what the story is trying to channel is the like feelings of instant friendship that happens when certain weird subjects are brought up. This is happening now, but we've already known each other, all of us for like years. And yet 
here we are in this moment and we're all bonding over this dumbass story and it's mm-hmm. good shit i'm, I'm, I'm living for it i'm living for it right now once we have like our our drink plan and the food plan for the next episode we can also put that on like say the the patreon oh, yes. our listeners can also prep it ahead of time for the yes. next episode i love it okay perfect Okay. Uh, who who's going after? Who's going to be, be have Sir Nathaniel begin? Who's who was next? That I believe was... it was Abby. Yes, Abby. Wait, no, I, not just, Abby sorry. I just uh, read because I was angry as fuck. Alan. Yeah, Alan's next. I gather from your uncle. By the way, I suppose we'd better speak of you as uncle and nephew instead of going into exact relation. What? <laughs> 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 he fucking knows. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> what? what? Uh, yes, I once had an uncle too. <laughs> oh my god. That's not how I typically laugh. That reaction just like came out of like somewhere, like a part of my <laughs> stomach I didn't know existed. <laughs> I, I don't know if there's just turns of phrase that are like uh, over 100 years old that we don't know about, or this is actually just written very poorly. I don't know anymore. I, I, I think that. It would not surprise me if the way English language has changed has specifically made all of these phrases gay, like <laughs> super gay. But okay. like even simpler than that, like the, the idea of you don't call someone by their Christian name unless you like know them close. To I everyone, get that. To everyone but... listening, I don't know if I got that whole sentence out. So no. just to make sure, yeah. I suppose we had better speak of you as uncle and nephew instead of going into exact relationship. Question mark. <laughs> Question mark? In fact, your uncle is so old. How old is he? <laughs> <laughs> and dear a friend, that with your permission, I shall drop formality with you all together and speak of t- speak of you and to you as Adam, as though you were his son. Oh, I should like, answered the young man, nothing better. <laughs> I have no personality. I'm a sycophant. <laughs> yeah, Adam Salton. None of these characters have personalities. Feel- this dude is the, the biggest fucking sap I've ever read. <laughs> Here's the thing. We've I'm your told- great uncle. We- okay, come to me to Southampton. All right. <laughs> this is wonderful. You like boats? It's, sure. It's like what a- about horses? Uh, okay. We never Absolutely. learned what the fuck the Edward Club is. Remember that? Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, it's like- or the Empire Club. Empire that's Club. how bad see that's how much i've forgotten for this it's far like already. if you guys were introducing me to friends of yours and like this is alan the funniest fucking person i know <laughs> and i think i'm pretty funny but they it's don't true. know me and that puts a lot of pressure on yeah. me immediately yeah, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> the answer warmed the hearts of both the old men but with the usual avoidance of englishmen of emotional subjects personal to themselves they instinctively returned to the previous <laughs> damn <laughs> Okay, that, that's actually pretty fucking funny. Dude, that, okay, okay. Uh, Bram Stoker's got barbs. That's that's a that's a check. That's a point to Bram to Bram Stoker. Yep. Right okay, that's, that was pretty good. Yeah, you're at that's, negative fifteen, so you're not really in the positive. <laughs> but there's one point. <laughs> definitely, you're in the hole pretty bad. Sir Nathaniel took the lead. Oh God. They began okay. to dance. <laughs> 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 I, under- I understand, Adam, that your uncle has posted you regarding the relationships of the Caswell family. Partly, sir, but I understood that I was to hear minor details from you, if you would be so good. Minuter. 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 Minimum, minor, minor. Like, like the minutes of a meeting. I understood that, make that I was sense. to hear minotaur details from you. <laughs> <laughs> like that one really good clutch song. 
<laughs> I shall be delighted to tell you anything so far as my knowledge goes. Well, the first Caswall in our immediate record is an Edgar, head of the family and owner of the estate, who came oh into his kingdom just about the time that George III did. He had one son of, tw- <clears throat> of about 24. There was a violent quarrel between the two. No one of this generation has any idea the cause of the cause, but considering the family characteristics, we may take it for granted that though it was deep and violent, it was on the surface trivial. What? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he yeah, had although one son it was of rather 24. deep, it's trivial on the surface. What the fuck does that mean? Did twenty three of his children die? Yes. Did okay. Here's the other thing too. Did they no. drag Adam oh, no, no, out to England the age. To, no, this, and all these people the together? The He's the age of the son. Oh. No, yeah, but I mean, like, <laughs> did they drag all these people out here just to hear hot goss about the local family that's nearby and all the trouble oh. they're having? Because that's all I hear is and, just gossip. Yes. Yeah, did you hear that this family was being really shitty? I would like, rather hear about Edgar and his 24-year-old son fucking beating the shit out of each other <laughs> than anything else in this story. I mean, it's true, but like, just the, the, the reasons they're so curious about the Caswell family have no basis other than like, hey, did you hear about the Caswells? Do you hear how nuts they are? Yeah, it's, okay. it's, it's really important right. that we know the family history because I'm sure that's going to play into the fact that, like, at the beginning was about with the last. Yeah, but of none our of race. us are going to remember this. Well, right. but like the beginning okay. of the story is like this is about mm-hmm. the last of our race, and I'm sure that has to do something with the worm. But we, it is, it is not being hinted at or like led up to in any decent fashion at all. So, in saying the last of our race, was he? Do you think he was talking about the worm, or do you think he was like being like? I think he might. Super I think he meant to say. Races. I think he was talking about family lineage. Yeah, the, yeah. the bloodline. I think he's talking yeah. about. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. The race um, of the merchants. Guys, we have like six Maybe. more paragraphs. Let's, let's get. Yeah. Okay. I just want to get this out of the way before we continue. Okay. Because we are almost at the end, but I want us to keep this in mind as we continue to read this story um, throughout the rest of. I want us to keep a running tally of any time this story, yada, yada, yada's something more interesting than what's being talked about. (laughs) So far, it's three times Doom Tower, the fight between Edgar and his son, and what, one other maybe? Uh, Any sort of like development of the friendship between the old man and this new guy. I feel like there's going to be a drinking game developed at some point. Yeah, with the cocktails we dream up. Speaking of, uh, where were we? Um, oh yeah, because it's, it's it's from to me now, right? Because yes. Sage just read. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. The result of the quarrel was that the son left the house without a reconciliation or without even telling his father where he was going. He never came back again. A few years after, he died without <laughs> without having, in the meantime, exchanged a word or a letter with his father. How he married you know? abroad and left one son who seems to have been brought up in ignorance of all belonging to him. The gulf between them appears to have been unbridgeable. For the time, the son. For in time, the son married and in turn had a son. But neither joy nor sorrow brought them sundered together. Under such conditions, no re- reproachment. 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 That's not how you spell reproach. That's it's not the same word. And it's italicized for some reason. Yeah, that's weird. Under such conditions, no reproachment was to be looked for, and an utter indifference found the best on founded as be- at best on ignorance took the place of family affections or affection even on community of interests it was only due to the watchfulness of the lawyers that the birth of this new heir was ever made known he actually spent a few months in the ancestral home okay so we are establishing that the people who stay here 
uh, there's people who stay here and there's people who leave here for undisclosed reasons. And that's like, that's going to be the crux of like this place. The layer of the white worm is Castor Reikis. Like yes. that's the point. Cool. Oh. This would have been amazing a chapter ago. Like this would have hooked me in. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Also, I, I chuckled when you said he married abroad and left one son. As <laughs> you, you said, abroad as two words. <laughs> he married abroad. abroad. He married abroad. He married some dame. <laughs> the lawyers know about it, whatever. After this, the family interest merely rested on the heirship of the estate. As no other children have been born to any of the newer generations in the intervening years, all the hopes of heritage are now centered on the grandson of this man. Okay, Okay. cool. Now it will be well for you to bear in mind the prevailing characteristics of this race. These were the well-preserved and unchanging. One and all, they are the same. Cold, selfish, dominant. Reckless of consequences in pursuit of their own will. Aquarius. It was not that they did not keep the faith, though that was a matter which gave them little concern, but that they took care to think beforehand of what they should do in order to gain their own ends. You know, like anyone who plans anything, if they should make a mistake, someone else should bear the burden of it. This was so perpetually recurrent that it seemed to be a part of a fixed policy. It was no wonder that whatever changes took place, they were always insured in their own possessions. They were absolutely cold and hard in nature. Rich people. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So basically, these people are assholes. They're, they're rich people being snobby to other rich people is what's happening. These 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 three rich people, one from Australia, just recently come from Australia, here to to share demeaning gossip about another family of rich people. Right. Not one of them, so far as we have any knowledge, was ever known to be touched by the softer sentiments, to swerve from his purpose, or hold his hand in obedience to the dictates of his heart. The pictures and effigies of them all show their adherence to the early Roman type. Their eyes were full. Their hair, of raven blackness, grew thick and close and curly. Their figures were massive. (laughs) I'm sure they were. And typical (laughs) of strength. This is very, th- yeah, this has Howard. This is Howard all over it. Uh-huh. Like stuff Howard liked, you know? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. He's probably reading this going, oh, thank God, finally something interesting. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, eugenics. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but yeah, oh. but yeah. <laughs> Alan. Yep. <clears throat> the thick black hair growing low down on the neck told of vast physical strength and endurance. But their most remarkable characteristic is the eyes also growing much hair out of them? <laughs> oh, that's horrible! Oh my god! Now I'm just imagining that. That's ho- probably the most hairy eyes. Hairy black, eyes. piercing, almost unendurable. They seem to contain themselves a remarkable willpower, which there is no gainsaying. It is a power that is partly racial and partly individual. A power impregnated with some mysterious quality, partly hypnotic, partly mesmeric which seems to take away from eyes that meet them all power of resistance. Nay, all power of wishing to resist. Oh, he's, he's describing like... his favorite daddy dom. <laughs> <laughs> With eyes like those, set in that all-commanding face, one would need to be strong indeed to think of resisting the inflexible will that lay behind. Okay, so I'm sure is they this want to the... lay behind. Again, it's a king territory. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Is this the explanation for why? Well, no, because 
because Adam didn't see his uncle before he like joined on. He just read the words. Because I would say this is like a good explanation for why Adam's just like, yeah, I'll do whatever. I don't care. Because like the uncle is just all commanding and has hypnotic eyes. But no, that was well, there was also like yeah. six thousand dollars. Yeah, that's this, right. And this is just describing the Caswell family, right? Yeah, this is the Caswell. Yeah. So this. Oh, yeah. good point. This is no. Not- he's literally just like. Here you wrote about Romans, and we think they're descended from Romans, and that's why you'd be interested in solving this yeah. weird mystery about hot fucking goss between these. Are, sorry, what's going on? Dumb question. Yeah, how the hell are these three people related to the 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 Daddy Dom, the the Raven Eye? The they're not. None. They're not. They're, which they're is not, why I'm just talking about them. Which is why it's so fucking confusing to me. It's like they're literally a, another rich family from down the way, and they're just like really interested in this rich family, they're, and they dragged. They, they're like well we already bring you here for this inheritance adam but like we also want to like fill you in on this we're all gossiping about these ri- other rich family the, and we think they're con- and you wrote a paper about romans once so we think oh you might be interested in this like what you, you know made- this <sighs> this reminds me of God, john carter of mars don't, oh, dare, don't you dare John <laughs> Carter of Mars into this. Don't you dare John Carter of Mars me. Okay, never mind. Got, no, I'm not kidding. I'm dare. Yeah. I'm just, I'm rolling with it. Uh, we got two more paragraphs. Okay. You may think, Adam, that this is all, though this is imagination on my part, especially as I have never seen any of them. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking dead. Did you just sack back as this shit? <laughs> I'm fucking dead. You may think, Adam, that this is all imagination on my part, given that I've made all of it up. <laughs> so it is, but imagination based on deep study. I have made use of all I know and can surmise logically regarding this strange race. With such strange, compelling qualities, is it any wonder there is a broad an idea that uh, in the race there are some demonic possessions? Which, <laughs> <laughs> that's a jump. Which tends to be a more definite belief than certain individuals have in the past sold themselves to the devil. By the way, vaccines are fake. Wow. No, but it, like this almost sounds Zach Baggins. It's because they're seriously is. not Aquarius. Do people have black eyes because they're possessed by demons? Okay, we have, and then one last paragraph. Let's take it home, Sade. But I think I had better go to bed now. We have a lot to get through. <laughs> no, no, better no, get no, to bed no, now, no, but no. let me tuck you in. No, no, no. Reread that for a sentence. <laughs> I think we, but I think we had better go to bed now. Yeah, together. you said, I think we, I, I think I had better bed. go. And you, it's actually, we had better go to go. bed now. Again, I'll tuck you in. <laughs> <laughs> We have a lot to get through tomorrow, and I want you to have your brain clear and all your susceptibilities fresh. Moreover, I want you to come with me for an early walk, during which we may notice, whilst the matter is fresh in our minds, the peculiar disposition of this place. Not merely your granduncle's estate, but the lie of the country around it there are many things on which we may speak and perhaps find enlightenment the more we know at the start the more things which may come into our view will develop themselves i like a girl with a short skirt and fresh susceptibility (laughs) that's that's the end of chapter two but not to get everyone too excited about us continuing to read this story but in the next chapter 
No. An old man may go for a walk. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> well, they're definitely going to can- get up on the morning. On, uh, on, I- on the morrow. So wait, this guy is basically has just hinted that they may be possessed by the demons. Well, that's, or that's have, like, like his assumption because they're like different or... <laughs> I, think what, I thought he was getting at this family sold themselves to the devil and that's why they seem so demonic yeah, that's why I they're they're cold that's what I got. but okay. like what evidence does he have that they're demonic just that they have None. black hair None. zero None. because he's like, like, just gossip fully gossip but based on deep study so this story what? is about realizing like actualizing fears like like neighborhood fears these this, are the this, kind of people this is who about like amateur historianism it's fucking stupid. This reminds now it reminds me of the episode it's of It's Always Sunny where they decide to go and rescue the base and then destroy it by the end. It just reminds me of the uh how, how the um, Liberty Bell got the crack in it. <laughs> now you know how you know how like Marvel movies have a post-credit scene that gets you excited for whatever's coming up next. Right. Yeah. I scrolled down a little bit and I just want everyone to to buckle the fuck up because one of the things i just read was the old gentleman was quite prepared for a long walk (laughs) (laughs) that's that's pretty important given this story i'm sorry samuel jackson is nick fury eat my dick get prepared for an old man taking a long walk everyone listening (laughs) holy shit this is gonna be amazing y'all i look forward to so excited I'm so excited to hear these Englishmen describe England and nothing of importance. (laughs) And maybe a white worm will show up at some point. I don't know. (laughs) Happy Halloween month, everybody. Happy Halloween month. It takes five chapters to get to the white worm. (laughs) We're not going to see the white worm until fucking next month. (laughs) In in, in all honesty, these are fairly short chapters. Like if you can look down to chapter three, that's not that long. Kayla, We're not they reading, are short. Not- they are short chapters, but it is a bunch of sound and fury, meaning nothing. <laughs> so it's going to take a long time to read them. Yes, this is true. <laughs> Kayla, you started this. I know. I'm. 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 I'm happy with our decision. Kayla. Kayla, to quote Mulan, "You have saved us all. You have also doomed us all." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! All right, Kayla. Uh, how do we want to close this out? Fuck. Nothing. Just end it. Yeah, let's just end it just here. End it. End it. If, if you just, if, just, if you guys want to hear more of this, let us know. Please let us know. Oh no, we're gonna. Oh, do it, it doesn't matter. What we're they gonna do it. Sorry, no, we're gonna do it. it no matter what. Matter hey, what even if you hate, you even if you all hate this idea, we're doing it. My hey, hey, because hey. it makes us happy. Hey, this is the saga you wanted. I hope you're happy. <laughs> this is what you get when you ask for sagas. If oh, you want something else, I, I just want to story. again remind everyone yeah. that oh, at Happy Appy Maker on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We're not doing Ublu because I hate Ublu more right. than this. Oh no, I hate Ublu way more than this. Yeah, this so at this least is, gives this me is pause. what you get instead of Ublu. Yeah. You're welcome. At least we also have a sense of the writer himself too that actually kind of that makes it a little bit interesting because we know who the writer is we know his past work so it gives us a sense of like what the fuck is going on in his head while he's doing this was he just demented i mean he maybe it was like old age it could be like i mean he really wants to describe old men going for walks so i mean maybe he just was like trying to write to keep his mind active and that's and that somebody would decided to publish it (laughs) and he was just writing for himself 
Good evening, intrepid listeners. This is the Pasta Shade, the host of Midnight Marinera, and this podcast is part of CreativeHorror.com, a network of podcasts and creators working together to build a constructive community of horror fans. For more content like this, visit us at CreativeHorror.com. Ha, 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 ha.